Drake is the most famous Jewish person on earth. Khaled is the most famous Palestinian in the world. But neither one of them has said anything about this at all. I do really feel sorely undereducated on the whole yeah. thing. Like, I really don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, yeah. but that's never Same. stopped me before. And I'm just like, I've never seen any information that's, that presents anything other than this is a one-sided, asymmetric genocide against yeah. a powerless group of people. And like, oh, they attacked us. So, nigga, we finally have an excuse to wipe these motherfuckers off the face off of the this face planet. Of the planet. Oh, Israel is cowering under the foot of Hamas and the Palestinians. Like, I, I, again, maybe somebody can educate me on some context or whatever but for all i can see it just seems like a powerful ass nation backed by western powers blowing the faces off of babies that's all it's that's it's a red flag i just said my grace and then i ate got a particular taste what were you saying about testicular taste particular taste oh that's crazy i heard that okay yeah oh yeah, yeah. wow okay that's wild what's going on with me i don't know Black men versus single mothers is also a topic, but that's not what that one was. Black men having issues with single mothers. Shit. Well, I'm pretty sure black women have an issue with baby daddies. Well, not in the same vein. So not hmm. really like you asked a woman, like, would you date a man who has kids? So there are many that will say no, 100 percent. But mm -hmm. it's not the flavor at all. It's not like, oh, he's a disgusting, dirty, bad decision making, dusty nigga. It's like. Yeah, that's true. They're, they are a lot more flexible with it in that regard. Whereas we're like a single mother. You, you are, you're the, you are the singular individual point at which our society failed, bitch. Like that's kind of the rhetoric. This, just in my perspective, from what I'm the extreme saying. rhetoric. Yeah, I feel like that's that's how it got to be like a lot of like online rhetoric, and then like one that's out true. of every five niggas might say some wild shit like that. But the majority of us, I. You, we might be like, eh, no, nah, I would rather start a family or, hey, I got kids, she's yeah. got kids. Oh, we, we can make it work, whatever. Yeah. But most niggas ain't just out here just straight up talking crazy like that to no, that extent. But, but, like, even when niggas don't talk crazy, like, when you talk to, when you talk to, when you talk to people, like, people in the real world, they, they watch their mouth in a way that people don't on the internet. Mm, as, as, as they should. Real as shit, should. real shit. And so what that means is, it's not so much that the internet is like just the magnification of a small group of like hyper, you know, polarized, divided people. It's like the internet is motherfuckers being honest in a way that they're not going to do when they're talking to you in, their, in your face. But you talk to a lot of, you talk to a lot of people and you really start asking them kind of penetrating questions about why they think what they think. And they start to slip up and say some crazy shit. If you really yeah, or they're like, oh, look, I really don't want to get into that right exactly. now. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, uh, we can talk about something else, or you know, uh, I don't yeah. like to get political. Like, hey, Bob, uh, Bob, who are you gonna vote for? Dave, Dave. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, uh, uh, take it easy, now. So anyway, um, I was fucking my wife in her ass, right? And you, know, you, can, you can see once you start bumping up against them what they really, really believed in, but don't want to tell you. Um, and yeah. I don't like to get into it too heavy like that. I'm not really political. I don't yeah, really, I'm like, just vibing. I'm just chilling. Like, okay, look, dude, man, you hate women. It's, I know it's cool. Correct. Like, you know, that's real. But, but to, to your point, that's not that's not everybody, and that's not everything. And I'm not saying it's like the majority of what the internet represents, but just is a lot of people in the streets that think some crazy shit. For sure, for sure, big facts. I be trying to say that shit, but man, niggas don't listen to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, fuck it. We're already here. But first off, let's go ahead and introduce the show. Welcome, everybody, to Waving the Red Flag, the number one dating relationship 
um baby mama baby daddy single 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 mother single father podcast in the universe it's your boy josh it's eddie broken home, broken families only broken homes broken only. families only nigga gang no, gang you know what i'm saying no, if you, hey, you um, don't believe in marriage if you ain't got no daddy take your ass over here bring your ass over yeah, here right that's, welcome home yeah Come absolutely <laughs> absolutely <laughs> do you have parental issues join us <laughs> join us i don't either um well actually i do but anyway um uh, oh yeah the next up uh we gotta you know tell the people where alvin is because you know he's always somewhere fixing either someone's problem or the problem of a nation and this week it's the latter Mm. you know i'm saying um alvin is actually somewhere in the middle east trying to conduct um negotiations between um two countries all who are not seeing eye to eye to put it extremely mildly Mm. um and we pray for his success and his valor and his return ab certified free palestine absolutely gang gang nigga I've been, I've been thinking about this shit a lot. And I, I, okay, so I would, I know what I just said about like, I'm not political, I don't really get into it too heavy and blah, blah, blah. I do really feel sorely undereducated on the whole yeah. thing. Like, I really don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, yeah. but that's never Same. stopped me before. And <laughs> I'm just like, I've never seen any information that's, that presents anything close to anything other than this is a one sided, asymmetric genocide against yeah. a powerless group of people like that i i ha- i'm not seeing anything else that says anything yeah. else to me and there's no i don't see no oh israel is cowering under the foot of hamas and the palestine like I, I, again maybe somebody can educate me on some context or whatever but for all i can see it just seems like a powerful ass yeah. nation backed by western powers blowing the faces off of babies that's all it's that's all i'm seeing that's what it boils down to yeah for you it don't seem yeah, that complicated. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel it. I feel it because I mean, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday. It's I'm 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 with you. Like, hey, I still haven't done like all the research on it, but still, it's just like it doesn't take a whole lot to just see kind of what's going on, at least from a moral standpoint. Right. Like, and then because I mean, bro, like Palestine has been like oppressed for eighty years. Yeah, Man, like niggas been years. saying free Palestine. Shout out to Zach Fox. Free Palestine. Free take K. R.I.P. Betty White, she ain't dead before when she died, because I know oh, it's coming up. Bitch, you better praise God. Jesus Christ, nigga, free Palestine, free take K. Uh, those are probably the only sincere parts of the song, you know, man. Free Palestine, stop the hoopla, Zionists eat shit. He called it, like, he called it, you know what I'm saying? But, bro, like, it's, it's, it's so messed up. But and that just goes to show you, like the people who are in power, like when stuff like this happens, like it doesn't, it shouldn't take a lot for someone of conscience to be able to see what's going on, like see what group is in power, who's the yeah. oppressor, how the media and the narrative is being spent, uh, uh, yeah, spent, and people still ride with the opposition or like the oppressors, acting like mm-hmm. the victims or acting like they have just some uh, moral high ground in this. But this side, this time, they're just acting like a victim. And like, oh, they attacked us. So, nigga, we finally have an excuse to wipe these motherfuckers off the face off of the this face planet. Of the planet. Mm, that's very interesting. Okay, so a terrorist organization attacked you. you we're not going to talk about what happened before that for the last 80 fucking years. Uh, or the fact that this na- that your nation is slapped on top of another pre-existing nation, splitting them in two. We're not going to talk about that. Terrorist organization does some fuck shit. So now you're going to eradicate two million people half of which are children okay interesting interesting yeah man i saw like this real disturbing um video on like uh twitter yeah it's like some old ass 
old ass nigga, bro. Like I'm talking about old hateful motherfucker, old hateful racist motherfucker. He was like a general mm-hmm. or some shit over there in the Israeli army. He was speaking in um Hebrew, Hebrew, Hebrew. Yeah, yeah, Hebrew. Yeah, Hebrew. He was speaking in he was speaking in Hebrew or whatever, I guess, to the troops. And bro, that motherfucker was saying some of the craziest shit, bro. I'm talking about. He was saying like, yo, kill all of them. Go into their homes. Start shooting. Murder. This is the enemy. Get them. I, like, bro, like, I'm dead ass. I have never, I ain't never seen the most psychopathic street killer from any of the worst parts of America talk like that about somebody else. You know what I'm saying? That's that like, ethnic kill genocide the shit. Family. You go, like, yeah, it's absolute genocide, bro. Like, and that's what babies, all that kind of shit. Yeah, because yeah. I was seeing on Twitter people were like, yo, they, they were like, we're, again, <laughs> I know we talk about I don't feel educated, but I'm just seeing people being like, yo, we're really about to see a total eradication, like a, an ethnic genocide happen in front of our fucking eyes live on the Internet because they're trying to kill everybody to eliminate mm-hmm. this group of people from the planet. And that's the rhetoric that I'm hearing of like this ain't f- fuck a war. We want to eliminate this group of people from this enti- from the planet. Right. We finally got a reason. Like they we finally, finally gave us excuse. like a little bit of a. A little oh, bit of an excuse. Oh, they slapped our wrists after we've okay. been beating the shit out of them, bearing them for the last eighty years. They, they finally slapped our wrists in a way that, like, yeah, we got the green light on there. Oh, like, we crazy. shit. We about to show you something. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. I um, there was a, a post I would actually like to read, since okay. neither one of us are educated enough to speak specifically on this topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's um post from Instagram, Jewish Voice for Peace. So this is actually written by a Jewish person. Mm. So. We call on all people of conscience to stop the imminent genocide of Palestinians. Thank you. We demand our government work towards de-escalation, that it immediately stops sending weapons to the Israeli army, uh, Israeli military, a future of peace and safety for all, grounded in justice, freedom, and equality for all, is still the only option. The Israeli government has declared a genocide, a genocidal war on the people of Gaza. As an organization that works for a future where Palestinians and Israelis and all people live in equality and freedom, we call on all people of consciousness to stop imminent genocide of Palestinians. Jewish Voice for Peace mourns deeply for over 1,200 Israelis killed, the families destroyed, including many of our own, and fears for the lives of Israelis taken hostage. Many are still counting the dead, looking for missing loved ones, devastated by the losses. We wholeheartedly agree with leading Palestinian right groups. Mm. The massacre committed by Hamas against Israeli civilians are horrific war crimes. There is no justification in international law for the indiscriminate killing of civilians or the holding of civilian hostages. And now, horrifyingly, the Israeli and American governments are weaponizing these deaths to fuel a genocidal war against Palestinians in Gaza, pledging to open the gates of hell. This war is a continuation of the Nakba, when in 1948, tens of thousands of Palestinians fleeing violence sought refuge in Gaza. It's a continuation of 75 years of Israeli occupation and apartheid. Already this week, over 1,000 Palestinians in Gaza have been killed. It's far more than that uh, at this point. The Israeli government has wrought complete and total devastation on Palestinians across Gaza, attacking hospitals, schools, mosques, marketplaces, and apartment buildings. As we write, the Israeli government has shut off all electricity to Gaza. Hospitals cannot save lives. The internet will collapse. People will have no phones to communicate with the outside world. And drinking water for 2 million people will run out. Gaza will be plunged into darkness as Israel turns its its neighborhoods into rubble. 
Stillworth's Israeli has openly stated an intention to commit mass atrocities and even genocide with Prime Minister Netanyahu, saying the Israeli response will reverberate for generations. Almost done. And right now, the U.S. government is enabling the Israeli government's atrocities, sending weapons, moving U.S. warships into proximity and sending U.S. man-made, sending U.S.-made munitions and pledging blanket support and international cover for any actions taken by the Israeli government. Furthermore, the U.S. government officials are spreading racist, hateful, incendiary, incendiary rhetoric that will fuel mass atrocities and genocide. The loss of Israeli lives is being used by our government to justify the, the rush to genocide to provide moral cover for the immoral push for more weapons and more death. Palestinians are being dehumanized by our own government, by the media, by far too many U.S. Jewish institutions. Defense Minister Yoav Gallant said that Israel is fighting human animals and should act accordingly. As Jews, we know what happens when people are called animals. We can and we must stop this. Never again means never again for anyone. That was longer than I expected, but I, I see, felt like and that's, that. And that because I, I feel like I saw somebody else. That there's like a lot of, yeah, genocide, genocide is wrong. Like colonial yeah. genocide is just wrong. So if you understand that the Holocaust is wrong, you understand that this is wrong. So I appreciate folks being like standing up and being like, look, when we said never again, we meant literally not never again. Not you next. It's never again is the idea. So yeah. I, I, it's, it's, I just don't see a way that, that, that any of this is rationalized because what you're describing is like that total war shit of like your army did what we about to kill all your babies, all your women, all your nurses and doctors, your teachers, everybody. Fuck that. Oh, old people like and it's like this is not justifiable. It wasn't even justifiable during the Second World War. Like none of that mm. shit was justifiable. Hiroshima, Nagasaki, the total war mm. in war like, like t tactics in Germany. None of that shit was was acceptable. This mm. isn't either like. But see, that's what happens when you people, have. Like, yeah. And that's what happens when you have a handful of people that fight with each other but they have a nation behind them to do the mm. fighting for them like they don't give a fuck about the deaths because for one war is extremely profitable and the united states you know is yeah, it, i'm talking of, about war it's a lot is going a on now. cash oh. cow bro yeah yeah, so, yeah money bro it's and it's always about money like these, i mean at the end of the day bro it's just these are just some extremely evil ass people who run these countries at the end of the day like the way i be hearing us like idf forces talk about palestinians like they're it it just it just reminds me of the way white people have talked about us that's literally it just it's like animals but like it's more than animals it's like uh talking about them like uh like mosquitoes or cockroaches that not just that mm -hmm. you're a subhuman and not our equal but that you're a pestilence that needs to be eliminated so there's mm -hmm. a combination of like condescension and disgust and hatred the shit is mm -hmm. wild so yeah. Yo, did you see that uh, that thing that uh, about Vlad, uh, where he was like, "Yo, Drake is like the biggest, is the most famous Jewish person on the planet, and DJ Khaled is the most famous um, Palestinian Palestinian on the planet. Drake is the most famous Jewish person on Earth. Khaled is the most famous Palestinian in the world. But neither one of them has said anything about this at all. Mm -hmm. And people are saying, well, well, they're not politicians, whatever. They influence hundreds of millions of people." which ultimately has an influence on the world. But neither of them has said anything about this situation, and they should. Um, yeah. I don't know where I fall on this, but I'm curious, yeah. Yeah, because you know what? At first, when I when I saw like the video, I was like, who gives a fuck what Drake or Khaled got to say about this right now? But I did. I wasn't taking into account yeah. the, the, uh, the their heritage. And yeah. when he was like, yeah, Drake is the biggest Jewish person, I'm like, oh, 
And then Cali, yeah, he's the biggest Palestinian, but it was like, oh, well, that is, that is a little, yeah. I can, I can kind of see where you're coming from, but even in that video, I was still have to, I was kind of have to still side with Charlemagne because who the fuck gives a damn what Ja Rule thinks right now? True, but I also think that we have to take into account that this is not like, I don't know, I feel like people don't understand, like, everything is about money and marketing. And we kind of get too in our like moral high ground bag or of intellectualism and forget that at the end of the day, clout wins elections. You can have all the great policies and all the right shit and all the right facts and figures. At the end of the day, if you don't have the clout, you don't win the, the vote, period. Mm-hmm. So Drake and Khaled, Drake, let, let, talking not to dick ride Drake again, but like, hurry up and let me ride it. Hurry up and let me ride it. If we're talking about the ability to move the needle in terms of like the social consciousness celebrities have always and historically had that power. That's why, the, mm. you know, that's why Scientology get like specifically uh. poaches celebrities and shit. That's why yeah. the nation of Islam like looked to develop their, the members of their community that were, um, that were celebs like, like Ali, you know, it's like, True. if you have a star, if you have a, a champion to fight for your thing and you have, you know, whatever your moral shit is like, you can you can really move the masses, which is necessary. You can't. It's not enough to just be right. You have to have people listening to you. And if Drake comes out and says, like, look, as a Jewish person, I want to stand behind free Palestine and and you know condemn uh, genocide. That's not that's not legitimate, and that's not done in the in the name of my faith or the what, faith of my. What people. if Drake came out? You know? and said, oh, y'all, oh y'all wanted me to talk for since y'all wanted me to talk so bad. Yo, free Israel, my nigga. I'm pro Israel, nigga. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I, like, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> Go Jews! No, Drake, that's how we meant. <laughs> no, no, Drake. <laughs> we up. <laughs> All the Jews uh, come to the six after the war. No. Yeah, yeah, No, no, bro. Like, that's no, because I mean. I was running through the six. No. <laughs> yeah. No, man. Yeah. Now, let's let's hold off on the jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're done. But my thing is, for one, yes, celebrities do have a lot of power to sway people. And they use that power like every day for their own good or like whatever mm-hmm. brand they're getting paid from. But that's like the main thing is political and money, which are both tied together for, I'm sure both of them, because when you reach that level of money, that level of industry connections, you meet the, these group of people, the people who have these large funds to actually write a check for one of the richest rappers and richest DJs. Mm. Who was writing these niggas' checks? Where are the checks coming from? Like, follow the money. Of course they're not saying shit, because if they would have come out, yo, free Palestine, and then, like, after the U.S. has said, we're pro-Israel, so you already know. It's going to fuck up your money. So I don't don't expect that from them. Like, I don't expect that from them. I would honestly be pleasantly surprised if if they did. And and you know what? I think that that's where where the judgment comes in, because... And, you know, to be fair, I don't know if the average person would do that. Would the average person t- really yeah. take a hit to their income in order to speak truth to their, their moral beliefs? Their reputation, and their clout. It's a whole their reputation, black, their clout. blacklisted. It's a whole bunch of shit that could come along with that that they probably And not. I understand why people don't. But at the same time, I also understand people being like, well, look, like, cool. You cannot do that to save your, to save your money. And we get to criticize the fact that you wanted to keep your, you know, t- an extra 10 million, an extra 50 million per year so that you could lie so that you didn't have to speak truth publicly and i get that and look everybody's done it like people have been silent for forever because they understand there's going to be repercussions so i'm not even necessarily saying you're evil for that i understand being like i don't want to come out with a political stance 
that's gonna mm-hmm. cause me issues so i'll just stay quiet about it like that's that's always historically mm-hmm. happened civil rights movement me too movement um feminism etc etc where people were like i don't want to be seen as difficult i don't want us to be seen as ruffle the feathers. x y and z i'm trying, to, trying to play both sides you know i don't really so get into that sort of up. thing exactly you know so like, he's hey, like I'm, cool i'm not i don't know i'm not black i'm oj please hire me so people yeah. have been doing that for forever so i understand but yeah, I my th- my thing is still with with that with celebrity. I'm not looking for just random celebrities to just talk about politics. I hate politics for one for, for fucking mm-hmm. one, but I'm not looking for celebrities for certain information for certain things because for one, True. who on earth even said that these people should be talking about this stuff if they haven't even um done like their own research? I wouldn't be looking for Cardi B for any political commentary, but she does it. I'm happy she does. How would it be possible to get free health insurance, free education, and how will our student loans will be forgiven? Because a lot of people think that it's impossible, and a lot of people don't want extreme socialism. If we go into Canada, what we find is that every man, woman, and child in that country has health care as a human right. So does the United Kingdom. So does Germany, so does Sweden, France, Norway, Denmark. Bottom line is the current system works to make billions of dollars in profit for the insurance companies and the drug companies. That's its function. I want to change that. Cardi, but someone like Cardi B is actually interested in it. A lot of these other niggas don't give a fuck. Yeah. And if they don't yeah. give a fuck about it and just want to hop think, out yeah. there, you know? I think it's I think it's basically saying like if what what would it be? What would it be? It's like if you said to a parent, this is going to be a bad, bad example, but it'd be like if you said to a parent who was always feeding their kids chicken nuggets, like, yo, you would be a better parent if you cooked home cooked meals for your child. And they say, but I don't know how to cook. So if I tried to cook for them, it would be some bullshit. I might end up poisoning my kids. Mm. You want me to poison my kids? It's like, no. What I'm saying is you are a bad parent because you have failed to put in the effort and research necessary to cater to the power that you have over this person. So in the same way, if you're a celebrity, it's like, I understand that you're stupid on it. It don't take that much work when you've got all this money and power, given the fact that you've got this influence. It would be better if you did do that research, whatever little it is, and came out in support of something because you have individually a power to do massive good. So you should. If with great power comes great yeah. responsibility, type type beat is is the thinking. So I, I agree. That. They would. They probably wouldn't have anything good to say. But that's the problem. I feel that. But at the same time, I at on some level, I really don't think that's fair to put that on the shoulders of just a celebrity. Just, yeah. just when waving a red flag gets like big and like niggas is like, oh, what what they think about such and such topic, and it's like a topic we never even thought about. Say, like, yo, I, I have no idea. Like. I, I really don't want to speak on that. I wouldn't feel like that's fair to thrust that, thrust something on, onto me. I guess, or maybe that's a bad example. I don't know. I mean, because I feel like the way we are, we be we be like, look, we gonna talk about it in the next episode. Like <laughs> everything that comes up, we talk about. So like, I don't I'm think there's just, any, been anything that we've shied away from speaking on. Well, I mean, for come on, we just did it like, like five minutes ago. But that was for a different. That was for a totally different reason. That was yeah. out of. That, that was out of fear, which is a thing that I said, like, I understand why a person does that to keep yourself safe, but not from like a, so oh, I don't feel like it. So, I mean, because, okay, so let me clarify my baseline, because I can just hear some okay. people being like, oh, Josh, you piece of shit. But nah. the the underlying topic, I think what we're kind of getting at is the responsibility of celebrities to speak out 
on political issues. Yes. So like that's every celebrity. So like yeah, all celebrities, gets, like if you have yeah. a certain level of fame, notoriety, you need to be speaking out on all like you need to be like well versed in politics. Like yes. so you get a it's like I don't, it's like I don't agree with I don't agree. Okay. I don't agree. Let me let me make the case. It's like and I'm not saying I strong agree, but you know, just since you're saying that, I'm gonna say this. It's like mm. it's not like taxes. Everybody pays taxes. All right. If you're broke, if you're middle class, if you're whatever, the more money you make, the more taxes you gotta have, right? Or the taxes you gotta pay. So it's the same thing when it comes to political action. You can't in, in I don't remember what the fuck Martin Luther King said, but you know, when in times of oppression, being neutral is being on the side of the oppressed, blah, blah, whatever. So as your power increases, your responsibility to not side with the oppressor is grows. So if you got two dollars in your bag and that's all you got, okay, cool. Maybe you don't have as much to give to tax. If you're making fifty seven thousand billion, you have more. So celebrities have the same responsibility to speak about politics and stand up for, you know, political beliefs or at the very least not stand in the way of progress that mm-hmm. all of us do. But they also well, have more power. So that responsibility grows in step with that. I mean, well, they, they silence is not they silence is damn so not standing in the way. Them talking up, yeah, could, yeah. They're, they're yeah. talking up could yeah. very well be standing in the way of some shit when they should have just shut up because no one asked to hear from you. Like, this is not what you do. Like, if you want to, I feel like if you are a celebrity and, like, you want, you have a genuine interest in this thing, you feel strongly about this, you want to speak about it, fantastic. Nigga, do it. Please do it. We actually do need more people in your position to speak on it. Yes, please Mm -hmm. do that. If you don't, I don't feel like we need to be forcing niggas who don't want to talk about it, who not interested in it, who don't care to speak yeah. on some shit like that. No, that's true. I, I I don't entirely disagree with that. I think it depends on the on the situ on which situation we're talking about. Um, like black artists. Yeah. I don't. I mean, know, ain't nobody asking what Lenny Kravitz thinks. <laughs> <laughs> Lenny Kravitz is good, by the way. I just, saw, oh, I just saw him get thirst trapped on, on, on Twitter, man. I ain't gonna that <laughs> shit. I saw that shit too. That shit, that shit caught me off. I said, damn, Lenny. All right. <laughs> okay. We see you. Double tap like. <laughs> we see you with the six pack and shit. I don't know. I don't know what workout routine or fucking amniotic fluid, you know, IV drip they have these motherfuckers on, but that shit is, I, I like it. I like it. You know? Did you come yeah. over with a whole new face? Kim Kardashian, about, about 45 years old. Still looks like she's in the Lenny Kravitz is like, he's like 50 something. Oh, yeah, and that motherfucker still look 30. Yeah, yeah. And Jared 35. Leto, that motherfucker is like 60. And he's, st- he's still out here, you know, like, it, when you looking a whole 40. Like, looking a but like, I feel like when you got the dick root out, like when you still showing belly as a grown man, you gotta, you got, you really can't show belly as a grown man past like 30, really. What? what I you feel. Mean? Like when you got your midriff out, you know what I'm saying? When you got them little like like them slutty outfits on. I feel like you really can't pull that off as a man past thirty. But Lenny Kravitz and Jerry Leto, they be doing it in, in, in their fifties. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I was I'm, I was having trouble picturing the outfit. A crop okay. top. Think of crop tops, fishnets, pasties. Ah. Any of that uh, kind of shit where you got I a lot mean, of I mean, a lot of showing. niggas can't pull that shit off. I mean, come on, 30s or not. Oh, in know. general. True. But it I'm, takes but I'm a saying, certain like, level of confidence. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
But I, I feel you. I feel you. I, I, I don't know. I'll just imagine like just a nigga shirtless, just with his belly out. But I, I get it. I, I, hell, I couldn't pull that shit off. I know that for damn sure. I wouldn't even try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, no, hey, look, I, I, I get it. It takes, it takes a particular kind of, takes a particular kind of talent. Um, yeah, I mean yeah. That, that's that's actually you. That's actually you, my boy. Hey, hey. Appreciate if I'm not mistaken, you was, in, you was in some fishnet shit before, wasn't you? Like with the top, like you was in a fishnet. Yeah, I've, I've definitely worn some fishnet. I definitely had the had the the, the midriff out. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Titties mm-hmm. out, slutty, slutty type of eyes. Oh, but shit. I feel like that's a thing that I do less of, you know, over time. Yeah. Mm, mm, okay, so you you basically saying like ah, I don't know if I got the confidence for this. It's not about the confidence. Right it's now. about the body and it, it, and like the look. It's it's because it's a it's a it's a there's a okay. This is what I'm saying because. When you're past a certain age and you dress a certain kind of way, it looks mad corny. Like when you see like an old lady or an old man dressed in like like they're in their twenties, it's like, pack it up, let it go. Come on. This is this is actually weird. This is kind of corny, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Man, okay, so speaking of celebrities, I'm pretty mm. sure you've been well abreast of man, Jada Peekett, motherfucking Tupac Shakur. Exhausted, man. <laughs> Come on, bruh. Oh. How you been dead this long and you still on old girl's mind? When he asked me to get married, he was at Rikers. How she been ir- irrelevant for so long and still on everybody's feed? Like, what is going on? I don't want to hear this shit no more. Uh, I can't look away. It's, it's, it's like a dumpster fire. It smells <laughs> awful, yeah. but you're just like, man, what? Mm, I don't know. What is that? God damn. Mm. Is that the smell of burning rats? Mm. But I, hey, I said it. I, I said it on the live we did yesterday, man. Boy, hey, women been taking L's on the internet these past two weeks, bro. Jada Pinkett Smith, 48 Oyster Shawty. Uh, oh, Cheesecake yeah. <laughs> Factory. Cheesecake Factory Shawty. He got me at the Cheesecake Factory, y'all. I ain't getting out this phone. I hate it because it's also it could be very very uh used like in the manosphere like oh i told you i told you these women they da, da, da. But at the same time yeah. it's like a lot of people that just yo man a woman could never do nothing wrong it's never a woman's fault like a woman could just never ever it's always a nigga fault but mm. we got some 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 examples of like hey yeah i just the pool see. got a lot of piss in it okay it's not it's not it's, just one party that's facts i want to see I, well, look, we, we are the way forward because what I want to see is criticism with I want to see constructive criticism because the criticism don't ever be constructive. Yeah. It's always she ate 48 oysters. Man, kill these bitches. Like, hold on. Like, you know, so, yeah, don't eat 48 oysters. If somebody if somebody invites you on a date. All right. You just you manage your spending according to what they can spend. That's just regular ass etiquette. If you invite a homegirl out, if you're a woman and you're inviting a homegirl out to go for drinks, you say, oh, it's on me. The courteous, normal etiquette is to take into account what their budget might be and spend accordingly. You don't want to fuck up their month. And we don't assume yeah. most people are rich. That's it. That's it. Sure, I don't give a fuck. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, that is the normal, appropriate thing to do. But mm. hey, everybody ain't cool like that. But going no. back to Jada ass, man, like, Will needs to gather the will and get the fuck up out of there. Will he or won't he? We don't know. I hope that he, he gets a fresh start. I hope he leaves mm. some, some fresh prints in the mud as he walks his way onto his next destination, you know? Yeah. You know, shoot, we might see him 
being a man and black, being a man in black again uh, at a at a new at a new wedding. Yeah, that's true, man. I look forward to his Independence Day when he finds mm-hmm. uh, you know his own freedom. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. We got time for another one. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, do we want to be petty? Mm, I like black petty. Men, black baby mamas versus single mother versus mother of children. Shout out to I the have, women. Let's do this one. I have many opinions on this. Did you watch the Let's clip? Let's do it. Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah, because it was Can't. private before, so I wasn't sure if you could see it. Both of your baby mamas, right? I'm, no, no, I'm, no. I'm no baby mother. I'm a mother of children. I'm never, I'm never a baby mom. Are you married? No, but me and my partner were together for five years before we had kids. So if you wasn't, I'm not a baby mom. So if you wasn't married, you're still a baby mom. I'm not a baby mom. I have children. Okay, let me explain how it works. Mom. If you have a baby out of wedlock um, from a situationship, long-term relationship, doesn't matter if he was engaged. If he wasn't married, you have a baby. That makes you a baby mama. If you're a single mother, you was you was married, you was divorced, you was widowed. There's a difference between a baby mama and a single mother. So this is how it is. One when when someone has been married, someone they bought a ring for him. When someone buys a ring for you, there's a public declaration. They make an announcement mm-hmm. to people. The ring, te- you know, tends to cost money. There's a, a wedding. There's a dress. A lot of people see it. So there's money. There's things put. There's thought put behind it. You know what I'm trying to say to you. Um, so that's so. If you then get divorced after that, that makes you into a single mother. Now. If you just have a baby out of wedlock from a situation from a boyfriend, you, that was not the same process that someone else did. And if you go ask a married woman, I promise okay. you this, she's not going to say she's the same as you. See, I always feel like baby mama gets used like it's one of those things that's gotten co-opted from black speech to then be a way of disrespect, disrespect, disparage. Like, you're literally just saying this person is the mother of my children. We put our little flavor on it. Cool. Yeah, she's, AAV, she's my baby. Yeah. yeah, exactly. She's, she's my baby mama. That's whatever. And But then it turns into now black women are not the mothers of children. They're not single mothers. They're not parents. They're baby you mamas. Baby mama. You've been reduced and it's a to different baby category. mama. You've been reduced to a different kind of bitch. category. And it's like, but when white people go, when two celebrities have babies together and they're not married, two rich white people decide we're going to be platonic co-parents. They have kids and they they get divorced. They don't get married and have kids and then separate and still are raising the kids. These are just you know we have children together. We have a you know an unconventional household. This is the mother of my children. This is the father of my children, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. It's whatever. Yeah. Right? Unless of course they want to get cheeky and go, oh yeah, that's my baby mama, and it's like we want to just I want to right. sample a little bit of the spices of the lower classes, yeah, right. that kind of vibe. But <laughs> I guess I am a baby mama, huh? Yeah. Now that I think about it. Oh. <laughs> anyway, put it on the MX. It's like okay, right. this is. Yeah, there's just a tinge of like trying to shit on people. Like you're separating the mother of ch- a mother of children from a baby's mother from a single mother in order to create some kind of hierarchy. It's like, who gives a fuck whether or not a a, a man proposed to this person? They were together for five years, so it's re- it really doesn't even fucking mean anything anyway. Yeah, and this is just another case in point of why it's hard to stand up for niggas. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's hard to do the work. To represent, you know, of, of, of representing sane, decent niggas, because <laughs> mm. like, bro, like the the whole that breakdown made literally no fucking sense to me. <laughs> like, why are you putting like hierarchical talking, levels to this shit? Like, what, mm. what, the, what are you talking? Because all, all it just boils down to just some misogynistic shit, a way to disparage, disrespect, downgrade uh, women, specifically black women, mm. to. To any station at at any given point at any given station in life, like oh you have oh you got kids, oh did a did a man give you the power to be called a a mother? 
Yeah. Or did or did a nigga right. like listen to what he just said? He said, "Oh, a, a man needs to imbue you with the power to declare yourself a mother of as, a child." As a mother of a child. <laughs> what the fuck? Like what? Fuck out of here! Fuck, fuck out of here, bro! Like what the fuck is you talking about, my nigga? That's crazy. I didn't even catch that. That's wild. <laughs> like so, you where are so, your papers, bitch? Where are your as papers, a man, bitch? Where's your a ring? Man anointed you as a mother. Because otherwise, you're not, no, you're not a mother unless I can see a man to sign for it. For real. Like, come on. And then, like, at the end, he's like, I, I guarantee you, like, I ask a woman who's married or who's being married. She wouldn't say that she is. She wouldn't be looking at you like that's the same. That's just internal fucking, that's just internalized misogyny. Yeah. And, like, and, and women don't do true half right, the time. Right. And, like, we, and like you said at the beginning, bro, like, baby mama is just A A A V E language. Like when it came, like when it came out, like when that term was coined. Yeah, just literally means the mother of my kids. Right, like that would just shorten the shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, bro, I, I, honestly, like I kind, I low key didn't really want to talk about it because it was just so stupid in nature. But yeah, nah, fuck it. This one's for the ladies. Like, let's shit on this nigga. Like, what are we like? The, it, yeah, because is that a London whole, thing? Mm-hmm. Is that a what? A London thing? He sounded like nah. he was like. One of the UK guys. Yeah, they, oh yeah, the niggas was Liverpoolians. The, the access was crazy as fuck. <laughs> I think the girl was was Irish or some shit. Um, I'm not a baby mother. I was like, oh, okay, nigga, what the fuck? You're sure not. You're sure not. You're a maiden of goddamn maiden of younglings or some shit. Oh <laughs> shit, a maiden of young. I'm a mother of children. <laughs> I'm a mother of children. She sounds sound like one of the goddamn animaniacs. <laughs> I'm not a baby mother. <laughs> I want pancakes. All oh, awful. This tastes awful. Is that's all we've got? <laughs> oh what the fuck shit! What's going on? Oh my um, god! But yeah, no, the whole this this thing is like that everywhere. So the whole just that separation is is wild to me because first of all, she doesn't even fall into the category of having a child from a situationship. She had a child with a long term partner. And I understand dividing those up into different categories, but I don't think there's necessarily like a hierarchy. But maybe there's a hierarchy, but it shouldn't be a hierarchy that has like shame on the individual. But I understand being like, no, 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 we co-parent. This person is a person that we decided to have a kid. We had a kid together. We raised that kid together. We're no longer with one another, but we still now marriage didn't happen anywhere in there, but we still co-parent. That's I think that's a stable, very valid kind of a relationship. I do understand being like, okay, look, I've got several different kids from several different um other fathers who i have no strong relationship with any of them i do think that that's probably not ideal i'm not, I'm not even say because i'm pussyfooting that's that's not ideal that's probably mm-hmm. not great for each individual kid but this hierarchical delineation of like you're a terror and you're the because it's like for every for every woman who's got mad different kids with uh men who she doesn't have a relationship with that kind of results in each child having less less parent per child to take care of them is 10 niggas that did the same thing on the other side. Yeah. You can't, you can't not have a father without that father not being there. And that's something that he did. So, and yeah. And be having more kids than the mother of his kid has. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a baby mother with two kids, but this nigga has two kids with seven women. Like, you know, right. And I guess like, to step back a little bit, I guess, in terms of um, the impact of the words or the term, mm. because like baby mama does have like a negative connotation. 
Like, it, yeah. baby mama does kind of carry like more of a negative connotation. Like, it's, it's been a little ghettofied. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, I guess, and when you look at it through that lens, I'm like, oh, uh, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. But now, like, you know, I'm a mother, you know, I'm a mother mm. of the of, of, of child. So, I can understand if, like, yeah, nah, don't don't refer to me like that. But especially because it's a way that you can get called, like, a baby mama or a baby daddy, especially by someone who's outside of your culture. Mm. And that shit sounds crazy. It yeah. sounds disrespectful. Sounds like like racist. Yeah, right? Right? And Reminds me of that, uh, that, that teacher from Everybody Hates Chris. Oh, oh and yeah. uh, who's your baby mother? Yeah. <laughs> um, my wife. You have three children, right? Yes. Can I have their father's names? You, their fathers? No, no, no. They have one father. Do you know his name? Where are you getting this information? Is <laughs> right, right? Because I mean, it is kind of like levels to it. It's just like the same. Because like, there's kind of like a difference between like a dad and a father. True. Like there's Wait, a which slight. Which what? That's kind of what I'd be confused about because I thought like a dad, a dad is kind of like more so that 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 parent that's like in in that kid's life that's mm-hmm. like you know raising them. But at the same time, no, yes. like I, I feel like a father is the same thing. But people just say, "Oh no, that that's." That's the, the father of the kid is, you know, could be the baby daddy. You know what? I think it depends on if you say like if it's a if it's a title or if it's like a descriptor, because you could say mm. like, um, is he a, like or you could say like, oh, that's my biological dad. And that could be like quite distant. Yeah. Or you could say like, oh, that's my father. And that can actually f- feel quite reverent. Like, oh, that's yeah, my father. Abso- you know absolutely. I mean? That sounds like an honor kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. But if you say dad versus father, I feel like, oh, but this is a different because if you say, oh, like, hey, dad, that's closeness, right? You're not going to necessarily say that with somebody that's hey, just father. Like a deadbeat who's not in your life. Hey, father sounds crazy. No one hey, says father, that. Yeah. Hey, father sounds like your dad is present but don't love you. Like, he's in the <laughs> house, but he don't fuck with you. And you, he's yeah. like, uh, you know, he's just in his study, you know, I don't know, doing sacrifices and, like, reading old books with, like, right. other yeah. covers I had a, I had an image father. of, like, medieval times. Yes, father. Father, please, father, can I have some love? Please, father, can I have some more? Just some more, father. Get away from my (laughs) Get away from my quarters, you halfling! Insolent, petulant child. Good God, I should cane your mother for your insolence. Please, father, no. I cannot believe you once dwelled in my testicles. Absolutely unacceptable. I can't believe I used Mm. two testicles to result in one disappointment. That math is not mathing. I hereby call you the soil of my loins. (laughs) The rocks. The vegetables of my loins, because you're certainly not the fruit. (laughs) You're certainly not the fruit. Motherfuckers, the asparagus of my loins, Mm. the worst. Tomato of my loins, actually. You don't know if it's a fruit or vegetable, but boo, tomato, tomato child. I'm throwing tomatoes, period, sis. Period. And but I put father, that on God. Matter of fact, put that on the real father. <laughs> <laughs> so damn sure this it's me. But yeah, that's okay. But yeah, no, nah, I think like father definitely does have a lot more reverence. Like there's a lot more respect. So which maybe that was a good thing not, or a bad thing. Example. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like too much reverence could be like, that's no longer a love relationship. That's some different shit. Hmm. Can I elaborate? 
Yeah, I feel like so respect is good. I'm not saying that that's not good. And and kind of looking at someone and going like, you've done things that make me respect you. I revere you. I look up to you. I admire you. I want to be the kind of person that you are, or I want to. I aspire towards the characteristics that you have and have cultivated. Cool, that's respect. But I do think that in order to really be close to someone, at some point, if you have too much reverence or too much respect. It's like this person is no longer close enough to an equal to really have a, a full relationship with them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's kind of like being a groupie. Like you can never really, if you're a fan of somebody's work, you can never really get close to them truly, and they can never really get close to you truly until y'all start to see each other as close to equals. Oh, no. That's I. Th- I get what you're saying, but I guess it's just like. <laughs> how your mind works versus how mine does mm-hmm. because like reverence is like the the top like like just all the the adjectives that you listed off like you yeah. know or the whatever whatever that you listed off earlier you know what i'm saying it's like that's nothing but positive like i love this person i respect this person i want to be like this person like i re- I, re- I revere you yes yeah that's, exactly yeah so but like, like i'm saying that's what could, i'm saying that's what all those things are it's kind of like like it's like putting it's like putting somebody on a pedestal. Like if you revere somebody too much, you can't really be close to them. Like if they're on a pedestal, they're up here above. It's like yeah. if you put your girl on a pedestal, at some point this circles away from love and turns into like fetish or worship. Like you can't I don't think you can really love your wife or your girl or your partner if you revere them too too much. You should revere some extent and they should probably revere yeah. you as well. But if you view them as like just this goddess on a pedestal, this da 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 first of all, they're never going to be able to live up to that. And two, you're never going to be able to really come to them as an equal, as a person stepping forward through time with them. I don't think that's okay. good. Okay. At the extremes again. Absolutely. At the extremes, absolutely. I guess me, because I'm always just kind of like in the middle ground, like kind of like even mm-hmm. kill with it. Like it's not super up and super down just with the okay, example okay. per se but i believe that's healthy but yeah if you're what you're describing like at, at, at that kind of like sickly psychological level where you're kind of like brainwashed yeah so like oh my god he's my lord and savior i could yeah. i could i could never or even get just too close to the like, master where you're just because it doesn't have to be that extreme to be unhealthy it could just be you str- you struggle to be vulnerable with them you are deeply disappointed when they sh- aren't perfect you know, when they have like little issues, mm, okay. you you grow disgust when you see them being weak, like and all. And I think all of that stuff comes from having slightly too much reverence. It doesn't have to be to like the crazy, crazy extreme of like I worship you every day and kiss your feet every morning. It could just be if you look at this person and go like, I, I struggle to understand the fact that you are imperfect. And the fact that sometimes I might have to check you, like sometimes you might yeah. step on a boundary of mine and I have to. But if you're my if you're my God and I look up to you, I'm going to struggle to do that. Or if you show up one day and you're not looking your prettiest or you're not looking your strongest, you're not looking your toughest. I can't even comprehend. Like it's like when people say, oh, I didn't want to see my dad that way. And it's like, yo, my boy, he's not a God. He's a man. True just that. just like you are. And so if you want to really see him and come to him as a man, you have to see all of what he is across time, including this weak, old, you know, fragile person. Yeah. Yeah, so true. That's what I'm trying that, to get at. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that makes now that I was able to break my my mental mm-hmm. barrier to understand where you were um where you were going with going from with going. God damn, why can't I talk? <laughs> I do this good, every week. Good, but yeah, where you were coming from? But um, because like that's one thing about even with kids that don't necessarily revere their parents, but they 
we actually have to like learn to look at our parents as just humans, it's yes. just people. And I you think know what that's I mean? a good idea. And I think yeah. that actually kind of solve a fair amount of um some, well, I, I won't say fair, but a decent amount of some childhood traumas that a lot of people might have. It's just kind of when you realize that look, as it's just a human doing the best that they could do probably well hopefully that you know if they was trying to do the best that they could do with the resources they had and if you were in the same position you know could you have done exponentially better maybe mm. but still it's like you know they're flawed they're they, they gonna make flaws they make mistakes they're not perfect they uh put their uh, pants on one leg at a time they uh you know piss and shit and the shit do mm -hmm. stink that's facts. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. there you have it. And I think that's, that's a good. pretty good part to wrap it up on. So definitely. Um, let's see here. So what's a good one? Oh, okay. So if your favorite celebrity isn't speaking out publicly against like genocide and acts of terrorism, you might be seeing a red flag. <laughs> But if you think that just because you're a man, you have the power to imbue upon a woman the right to call herself a baby mama, the mother of a kid, or whatever the mom. third one was, mm -hmm. then it's definitely you that's waving the red flag. Um, everybody, good people. It's been Josh. It's been Eddie. Um, Alvin should be back soon while he's out restoring peace in the Middle East. But until hey, then, please remember to like, comment, subscribe. And um, if you feel so inclined to, please do turn on that notif notification bell, as well as join the YouTube membership, the Patreon. You can also join the membership tier on Spotify to get exclusive content. Um, again, make sure you have that notification bell turned on because you just never know when we're going to go live. And so you know when we are live every Saturday night, every Saturday night. Keep that notification bell on so you get the thing because we're live Saturday. No lag. Night. No lag. Well, hopefully no so. No delay. Hope, well, <laughs> we can't promise that part. CP time, baby. But um, Wednesdays, that's the live premiere. We're not live. We're not actually talking to you in the chat. But please do stick around. Stay by for that. Um, Did I miss anything? That's everything, man. That's everything. You know? Bet that. Let's go. All right, that's the show. See y'all next week. Yeah, cool. Yo, you heard that Offset album?